is up, everyone? I'm Michael Jewell, and welcome back to Theater Greater Than Film, the show where we watch a movie, very unprofessionally critique that movie, and then try and do some improv to one-up said precious little movie. I promise you, we will fail every single time. Before we get started, allow me to welcome my amazing partners in Yes Anding, my own personal mother, sister, Keisha Mills. Hey, happy day. What's going on? <laughs> Happy day. Oh. oh, happy day. I was going to say something else, but it didn't come out. So, happy day. And of course, the tenacious Virginia Gabby. Hello, hello. Good, good. Guys, we got all the energy going already. I can feel it. It's buzzing. Uh, and today, in the interest of a small reprieve from all the horrible, terrible news that's out there, we wanted to harken back to a simpler time in America, where an adorable first-generation Italian immigrant and a Swedish chemical engineer embark on the age-old tale of good versus evil as they single-handedly end the Cold War. This is Rocky IV, the fourth one. So let's talk about it. <laughs> what did we think about Rocky IV? First impressions, Keisha. It was Rocky. <laughs> it was definitely a Rocky, uh, Rocky movie. It was a they, Rocky movie, yeah. They fought and, uh, you know, it felt very similar to the other three. <laughs> they were a little juicy throughout. Like everybody <laughs> was just a little wet and juicy, no matter what. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> um, that was. I'm sorry. That was my first impression. That was. It was, it was a Rocky just, movie. It was a Rocky movie. What about you, Virginia? What do you think, Rocky Four, the fourth one? Rocky Four starts off very sweaty and moist, and then turns into ice and cold and frozen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's hypothermia. He, they might like lose a finger or two. Yeah. Um, but you were right when you said they were juicy. Like, Ooh. they were like, but the way that the, the sweat, like, beaded just perfectly on them, yeah. it was it was a spectacular sight to see. And then they it, went it to looked like a They looked like a, like a hot dog in a, like, 80s commercial. You know how, like, it always, like, when it slow zooms across the hot dog and there's little driplets like, coming down? rolling <laughs> yeah. on one of those things. That They're all just... In? perfectly wet like i don't know it wasn't it was a weird wet it wasn't like a normal sweat yeah and then the light would hit it and so then they just like glistened and i wrote in my notes everyone sparkles (laughs) (laughs) they were so sparkly (laughs) they were they were so into it uh what i love is and we'll talk about it when we get to the fight but like they clearly like sprayed themselves with more juice for like that big hit like whenever there was a big hit They'd hit the, they'd get knocked out, they'd sway their head, and then like a gallon of jerry curl juice would fly off to the side or something. It was so great. This just made me uncomfortable. <laughs> Why did it make you uncomfortable? It was just, it was too much moisture. Like Florida in the summer? It's just too, it's too <laughs> much moisture. I need a dehumidifier. Yeah, that's, that's what it looks like. They all need to just like, just stand up <laughs> with a fan under their armpits for a while because they're just a little bit too drippy. Like, give them a window, please. <laughs> okay, well, let's get into it. So we've got our main man, Sly Sylvester Stallone as Rocky. You have Talia Shire as Right, and we'll talk about her, I'm sure. Oh, oh, my camera ended. Oh no. Oh, I haven't seen that in a long time. Right, fancy colors. That's like when they used to turn the TV off late at night. Yeah, we went to back to like 1993. <laughs> 
Well, went from fancy camera to normal camera. That's okay. So we've got, uh, talk about the cast. We've got Sly, Mr. Sylvester Stallone, Mr. Rocky himself. We've got Talia Shire as Adrian. What a, what she a, a famous person? Like, has she, she done is other things? Probably, I don't know. She was probably an actress. I should have looked this up. I'm should be honest with you. But uh, she was definitely big time actor in 1978 when the original was out. Like, she was a big part of, like, the ethos of the first Rocky. I don't know if she did anything since the first Rocky. I mean, she definitely is now known as Adrian, as far as I'm concerned. Got Burt Young, Mr. Pauly himself, the little weird uncle, brothers-in-law guy. We've got Carl Weathers, right? Apollo Creed, the dude with the biceps who's just, just looking, glistening always. That dude is juicy. There is no... <laughs> Other way to put it, he is so drippy and like he wears, we talk about this when we were watching, he wears gorgeous clothes. And you can just see the juice coming through the clothes. <laughs> like why is it so hot wherever you are? And aren't they in like Philadelphia? So there are cold times. They're in Philly and they're also in a house. Like does Rocky, does he have AC? <laughs> no HVAC in, in Philly? environmentalist he doesn't want to put on yeah. the <laughs> right rocky rocky balboa the the green man himself and then you've got uh brigitte nielsen mm, mm, mm. ludmila who is seven foot two and was dating flavor flav in the future in a future version of ludmila she's dating flavor flav i mean the, the list goes on and then we can't forget about Dolph Lundgren, a.k.a. Ivan Drago, the, I guess the bad guy? It feels like the bad guy in Rocky, in this one, is like... The nation of Russia? Yeah, it's like Russia. It's not really him. It's it's the USSR is the bad guy. <laughs> and then, of course, I gotta mention before we get into it, we got James Brown, Jimmy Brown, coming through with the cameo. Yeah. A full... One of the notes I have is that every song in this movie goes the full length of the song. There is not one song that doesn't play from start to finish consecutively. I've never so seen is that. Is Rocky a musical? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh, right. I got to write that down. Is Rocky a musical? Oh, my gosh. How did we not think that Rocky could be a musical? I mean, the songs helped to propel the story along. He was like, and we're fighting. Yeah. Oh my God. You know, like, I think it's really set up to be a musical. And musicals oftentimes use the show within a show, which is kind of like the Vegas fight. You had showgirls and you were behind the scenes and then at the stage. Yes. And for in a, to Apollo's credit, he danced in the in the, in the James did. Brown musical. So he's in. He sure okay. Okay. You just fucking blew my whole shit out the water. <laughs> like, let's get, let's talk about it. So start off with this movie with 10, oh, it's like Space Jam. It's like eight minutes of just the old movie. All of the old <laughs> movies just like montaging themselves on top of each other as if we had never seen any of the other movies. And none of those movies matter to this one. Aside from Apollo Creed and Rocky being friends, we don't need to know like the first movie's, you know, outcome and all that. Like it's wild. Maybe they just wanted you to feel like you saw all the movies before you got into it. You know? <laughs> like some you get your beat. box office pay, like you made your money. Mm -hmm. Cause there's probably some people like, but I didn't see the other ones. That don't worry about it. We got you covered. Gotcha, bro. You're it was set. like the movie's hype, man. It was like, get ready for this. 
flavor, flavor. Yeah, no, there's, uh, it's so unnecessary. It's I, okay. So I think the reason is, and I, I, I love Sylvester Stallone. So if you're out there, love to meet you one day. You seem like a really fun guy. I'm sorry for what I'm about to say, but it feels like this guy who directed the movie and wrote it didn't know how to direct or write a full movie. He had a couple of good ideas that lasted 45 minutes, and then he said, fuck. I need 90 minutes minimum. How do I do that? And he's like, I will play 10 minutes of my old movies in a row. And like that. Every song will be the full song. Because we'll songs are usually song. like, what, three minutes? It's like a children's movie. It's like, <laughs> Keisha, what do you think about just the opening itself? Just unnecessary. But, you know, I enjoyed it because, like, I don't remember what happened. I mean, I remember what happened, but ultimately, it's just nice to see Sylvester Stallone being Sylvester Stallone. I mean, he's he's juicy and ripped, so there's that's two things going for him, no matter what. Uh, and then it cuts into the after after a very long montage, it cuts into the Eye of the Tiger again, the song that they play like in every movie they could ever fucking play, and it cuts to the ending. It's like it's like a Marvel movie. It's like cuts to the end of the third movie and where there's like this freeze like famously a freeze frame between Apollo and Rocky as they're about to punch each other and it like fades to black in the end of uh, Rocky 3 and then we see what happens sort of in this movie but we don't all we do is see Rocky with a black eye and then he goes to his brother-in-law's birthday which is I guess like the saddest affair that's ever happened because it's just him Paulie yeah. Paulie's sister Adrian Rocky and Rocky's very annoying child. And and murder bot. Of course, let us not forget. Robot. Yes. A big-headed wheelie robot. I have nightmare bot in my notes, and I just can't get away from nightmare bot. He's okay, so to describe to the audience, he's like a he looks kind of like a giant like alien head in the top and then it's like the the Jane from from the Jetsons body so it's like really big orby head and then it's just like a triangle on the bottom part of it and it's it shows up for comic relief multiple times throughout this movie and it's not comic relief any one of the times that it shows up my note says for this, I have to read this one to you. A fucking robot brings the cake. Why do we watch movies with walking trash cans? <laughs> <laughs> We've watched like several movies in which the robots are desperately trying to be humans. But they're like wheelie robots. So they're like. Yeah, they're so bad. And it's like oh, carrying God. this cake and Rocky's late to the birthday party for right. his brother-in-law in this like creepy dark house. We're following the house. Keisha, what do you think of this house? This is like the weirdest house, right? Like it's, it's, it's like a horror movie house. I don't, it, I feel like if I were to live there, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know how to function in society. You know, that's how bad I feel like I would, like, my mood would be. That's fair, because I think that's kind of like what happens to Rocky, right? Like, <laughs> he kind of doesn't really function well. 
And all he does is talk to three people. He has three people in his circle, period. And he's like sad to all of them. And he, he's a mumble rapper to like all of them. So like nobody actually knows what he's saying. That's uh, why I got the robot. Because the robot doesn't really need to know that many words. Yeah, fair, fair. No, the robot was a nightmare. Uh, poor Polly. Can we talk about poor Polly? I feel like Polly eventually like tries to, like he makes the robot like his wife. And it's like some sort of weird, darling, don't forget your uh, suitcase before you go to Russia. And you're like, what the fuck? It just frustrated me because I feel like it was too involved in the movie. Like, it, they really wanted him to be a real character. And they're just like, no, just stop. Stop bringing this robot. Like, get him out of there. Get him out. He needs to be on the bench. I'm feeling like it's gender neutral, by the way. I don't know. I don't. It, it could be, or gender fluid. It could be a man. It could be a woman. Depends on the programming. Oh, man. Fun fact. Or not so fun, not sure. Um, in real life, the robot was made um, to help kids with autism. It was The guy who created it was on a talk show, and Sylvester Stallone saw him and was like, holy shit, I really like that. I really like that uh, robot. <laughs> and um, turns out Sylvester Stallone's son has autism. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if he got that robot for his son, and then thus it ended up in the movie. There's some disconnect. But that is where he saw it on TV. TV, and he said, Adrian, I like that. And hey, then <laughs> hey, I think this robot gonna help uh to help uh help our son out. Hey, let's let's give it a star role in my next movie. And then they got him in a movie and he got a SAG contract and now he has to be <laughs> <laughs> This fucking robot has a SAG deal? I want a fucking SAG contract. I can do three lines in a damn Rocky movie. Can you wear a Santa Claus hat and and watch TV? Because he does that too. Polly, I brought you a a cake. Please marry me, Polly. (laughs) What a nightmare. And that's like like the thing that uh, babysits the kids at the end of the movie, right? Because guess where the three adults that we know of are at the end of this movie when they're in Russia. They're in fucking Russia. So that means nobody's watching any of the children that are watching that movie, that fight with them. Yeah, Rocky's a terrible, terrible I mean, they guy. really trusted that robot. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm so mad at this robot. This robot, th- this robot, I get it. Okay, if it helps Sly's son, like have a good day, fine, put it in the movie. But to make it like an integral, integral part of like a fifth character in this movie. Like there's like seven total characters, right? Like there's the, you know, Rocky, Apollo, uh, Paulie, Adrian, Drago, Ludmilla, the end. And then this fucking robot that had sag lines. Oh, it just makes me so mad. Uh. Well, what's anyway. the budget? Maybe that's why. Um, the budget, I don't have what the budget is. Did you look up what the budget was? No. So I don't know what the budget is, but it, it it was a, this was a banger. It made the most money of all of the, uh, of all of the Rockies. Yeah, it was the oh. highest grossing sports movie for 24 years until yeah. The Waterboy. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I would say the water boy negligible benefits. Like, you know, the <laughs> they're about even in my mind <laughs> as far as quality of movie. All right, well maybe one day we'll watch, maybe if the, the crowd wants us to, we'll watch Waterboy. <laughs> so all right, so then let's talk about let's talk about 
my man, Mr. Apollo Creed, as he, we're going to skip his whole, he had a monologue. So clearly Carl Weathers was like, I want to do more than just be the black dude in your movies slide. Like I want to do something. So he had this whole monologue in which he goes on for, you know, his Macbethian monologue for about 10 minutes as to why he should fight. And Sly says, you know, you, you're pretty good. You're a pretty good talker. Uh, I, all right, I'm going to fight with you, okay? I'm going to I'm gonna train you. And that was it. Like, it was no, it was like that level of emote. Like, he's going off. He's like, you don't understand, Rock. Like, blah, 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 blah. And all Sly's like, yeah, you, you could talk really good. So I agree with you. Uh, but anyway, then they, they get to the fight moment, this exhibition fight. <laughs> and what pops off but Mr. James Brown... <laughs> And Apollo Creed coming from the ceiling, and there's fireworks. It's like Mardi Gras. It's nuts. Because it's a musical. Because it's a musical. <laughs> it's a fucking musical. There was so much feathers. joy now that we have this I, will, I enjoy this movie on a whole new level now. I will say this. Watching this movie in the guise of a, of a musical makes it a thousand times better. I loved the showmanship of the entrance. I think he was on a bull or something. Did he write in on something? I thought he was on a skeleton. A there was like a big skeleton head, like a... Like an Uncle Sam skeleton head that was like ridiculous that came down and it was like shooting fireworks. Like Uncle Sam, like tailcoat and a top hat, mm-hmm. and mm. I I just wrote James Brown. What? Um, <laughs> because I was not expecting it at all, and there was a lot of like fireworks. <laughs> yeah, there's so much firework. Uh, like there is this is like Keisha said something that was really great when you're talking about his stamina right like you're talking about Apollo's stamina like he, he was dancing and jumping around and like screaming and hooting and hollering it's like five seconds before he's about to fight a giant you don't just like expend all of your energy yeah, this is the why I could not I couldn't even get into the greatness of James Brown and everything else that was going on because I'm like, you didn't even, I don't really remember seeing him practice uh, fighting this man. I like that you call it practice. It's not not training. It's practice. (laughs) Practice, whatever, train. I didn't see him practice for his performance either. We didn't even get a like a, a step two three and and a, you know like nothing. <laughs> we didn't see anything. We didn't see anything going into the the pre performance of the fight. We didn't see no training for the fight. We just see him acting a fool. Yeah, and it's just like you didn't really want to win this fight. So I don't know why you felt so passionate about fighting. Uh, I agree. I agree. There was one other thing I wrote down that you kept harping on throughout the whole dance sequence. And I don't, do you remember there was one specific thing about the outfit that you hated? Who, me? Yeah, you, Keisha. No, what was it? I wrote, Keisha hates sequins. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) It was too much. It was just too flashy. It was making just everything about that scene irritating me. I'm like, you are about to fight this huge man. Chill out. Like, you don't know what's going to happen. But because that was before you thought this is a Broadway musical from 1955. Right. <laughs> the more sparkle, the better. Right. The, if, if you watch it this as a musical, now. 
you get it now, but they got to change the genre. <laughs> It's not a sports movie. It's a musical, guys. Also, sequins are kind of... I've like... Well, one, when you wear a lot of sequins, your dress is very heavy. So if he has any sequins on him, that's a very heavy garment. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the sequins bend a little and they can cut you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like they're a dangerous little... um, It's not comfortable. Fabric, accessory, whatever it is. I don't... You're asking... I don't know. (laughs) I know what training means, but I don't know what sequins are. (laughs) What I... (laughs) I just do love that that was the call out because it's so there's so much shit going on in that moment. The, the it made me so happy that the one thing you pulled from the scenario was the sequence. Anyway, so okay, in comes the best worst villain ever. Like, and I say best worst because he is iconic today. Like you know the like the big you know I am Russian and I must break you. But at the same time, he's boring as fuck like he doesn't say anything throughout the whole movie and that was supposedly a choice of his and i think it's probably because at that time he probably didn't speak english well enough yet or maybe he did i don't know i don't want to talk about Dolph in that way he seems like a nice enough guy and he's probably still going to be able to beat me in anything that he does so i don't want to i don't want to talk too much shit he currently is 62 with a 24 year old fiance so he's doing fine yeah he's doing all right he's doing all right (laughs) What a slut. Ivan Drago turned into a big fat slut. He's still got jaw for days. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> so his face is the original polygons for like Toy Story. <laughs> like like when they first designed the character of like and they couldn't figure out 3D imaging, that's his face. It's just perfectly square all the way around to the hair. Even his hair is perfectly square. Rhyme it up. Um <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, what a what a boring and awesome bad guy. And it's so interesting because usually there's you need something to latch onto. Like there's some reason why you like this guy. There's some reason why he's you know, you sympathize with him maybe, or you're like he's got a you know, when you look at the the best villains, they always have some sort of either ridiculously believable and they just go slightly too far villainy, or like they are, you know, twirling the mustache, you know, or Darth Vader level of bad. And this guy's neither of those things. But somehow people still know who Ivan Drago is. I don't know. But he comes in and he's about to rip up our man, Apollo Creed, Mr. <laughs> Mr. James Brown Jr. How do we feel at this point? Do we feel like, that? do you know that he was going to die? Did you know that Apollo was about to go down? No, I did not know he was going to die. I was expecting him to be like, go to Russia with them. I knew he was going to die because they said something about it. <laughs> You know I don't listen to the words. I thought they, um, in the beginning, like they mentioned, or like maybe it was like a snippet or something. But I was like, oh, he's gonna, he's not gonna survive. Yeah, they were saying like, oh, he he has the power. I'll do my Russian. He's got the power pressure to kill a man with his with one punch, eighteen hundred and fifty square pounds per square inch. Or something oh, like that. And, and he said, like, if he dies, he dies. Or something. Yeah, if he dies, he dies. But he did say that after he killed him. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, like, right <laughs> as he knocked him down and, like, the fight's over, he's like, if he dies, he dies. Like, oh, okay, you're a monster. You're a horrible person. Let's, let's fucking go to the next scene. So we kick into what I think is the most 80s 
like drama and then music that's happened. This is where I really, now I'm really with you, Virginia, because this is a musical at this point. Mm -hmm. Because, of course, Rocky's at the funeral with those dope sunglasses. He had some sexy-ass sunglasses, those big aviators. Then he's like, you know, blah, 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 stuff happens. And he says to Adrian, I got to fight this guy. And, of course, Adrian, like she does in every movie, says, Rocky, you're going to lose. You're going to die. You're going to be dead and you're going to lose. You're going to die. Like she says in every movie. That's all she says. And then he gets in his 80s Lamborghini. do it, Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> just nonstop, no matter what scenario. It's like, hey, I, uh, hey, uh, uh, I'm gonna go to the grocery store, and pick up some, uh, pick up some salami. You want something to eat? You can't do it, Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I'm gonna go right now. I got time. I got an hour. Uh, like, so that happens. <laughs> That happens. He's frustrated. He doesn't know what to do. Like a musical. They, they, the musical formula is you, you talk until you can't talk anymore because of emotions. Then you sing and you, you, and you sing until the emotions get too big and then you dance. That's like the literal line of what musicals are. There's no dancing in this, unfortunately, but he talks until he can't talk anymore and he gets in a car and then there's an 80s montage again. The second of the big montages. There's five total. Is this, that his friendship montage? Yeah. And he's like hanging out with an Apollo. They're like on the beach holding hands. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you got to look at their romance. It was really beautiful. They're running the beach. They're splashing water at each other. You know, they're They were wearing like cute sweaters together. Oh my God. Well, I didn't want to bring this up, but they did have some dope outfits. I like their outfits. You, you mentioned it the entire time. I was like, I really wow. love that That's a great collar. Look at that. <laughs> I love their collars. I don't know why. I was all in on their collars. You did loving. bring it up a lot. I loved it. I thought they looked great. Their collars. Oh. <laughs> they were really good. But it was, like a, it was like a bro fest, and it was just borderline, like, you know, quasi. I don't know. It's, it was like bi-friendly. <laughs> it was like... They were, they were like rubbing each other a little bit. They're all greasy as usual. But anyway, that is the musical beat. They just they, slide off each other. <laughs> I want to hump you. <laughs> they slide past. It's like a slip and slide. <laughs> oh, God. In the 80s, I'm sure every person wanted to be on that slip and slide. So that is, to your point, Virginia, I agree. Like that is, that is a musical. Like, you know, they have a troubling moment. Uh, they kick into song. I can't argue that. And by the end of the song, which we've had to listen to the whole entire thing, we get a, we really get more of a sense of like the anguish he feels and why he has to fight the Russian now. Yeah, and the song, I think the song is called There's No Easy Way Out. So it's like exactly what you're saying, where it's just doing the, it's doing the speaking within the song. <laughs> it's like, there's no easy way out. You know, like, and it's like, that Russian. gotta kill some Russians, <laughs> gotta save America. You know, like, it's, so you're absolutely right. This, is, this movie's the worst. But here's a fun thing. Here's something fun. Because of all of that shit, because, okay, so Rocky decides to go to Russia. Great, who cares? What is more important than that, I didn't know. Keisha, our very own, our mother sister, speaks motherfucking Russian. That's right. <laughs> I forgot yeah. I told y'all that. You started reading a sign. Yeah, and you're like, ooh, is, is this like go, it's like go three feet and turn right or some shit. I was like, wait, what? How did you know that? <laughs> 
I was trying because I was like, I just wanted to see if I could I could read it. I was like, do I know what that says? And I was just testing it out. And like, I don't know, was it Virginia that noticed? Yeah, because so I was like, do you? do you speak? Because Russian is not something you can sound like it. The letters are different. So <laughs> I was like, how is she sounding that out? Volsvidania. That is goodbye. <laughs> All right, well, now nobody's going to believe that you speak Russian because that's, like, the most, like, normal... That's like saying buenos dias or something. Like, everybody knows that shit. Okay, okay. Um, what can I say? Здравствуйте. Меня зовут Кеша. Это мой подруг, и это моя подруга, Майкл и Вирджиния. I don't want a translation. I'm just going to assume that it was awesome. And if there's somebody out there who's listening, <laughs> tell us what she said. I don't know if my grammar was all right, but... It sounded so, great to me. So Keisha casually drops that she speaks Russian and she took Russian for like six years. And I, I like it blew my mind because that's not something... And she took it in like high school in Kansas City. Like, you don't... Like, that is like such a random fucking word vomit that you throw at the wall <laughs> and she's like yeah i did uh so that was amazing so this movie is beautiful just in the fact that we learned that keisha can speak some level of russian so cutting back to the movie uh our man sly is now in russia and guess what happens guys montage number three <laughs> 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 We're, it's a, a Sylvester Stallone, Ivan Drago montage off where they are going at it. And Sly is like, he's lifting logs and chopping wood and like running up snow mountains. And then Drago's like in a gold gym or something like that, like with shit hooked up to him. Only to show what? That he's like a blue collar guy again? I don't get it. That he's not doing steroids, but the Russian is doing steroids. Oh, Motherfucker. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. But all Rocky has is like a, a cart that, and he has to pretend to be the donkey and like pull Polly in the cart. Yep. That's, that's the first thing I thought of when he started talking about this. I was like, yep, this is my favorite part. I just really like to enjoy seeing him struggle a little bit to pull Polly. He's pulling Polly. And like, I get what they're going for, but that is not training, as we now know. That Especially that's- in the snow, like frostbite? No? It's like walking with a, you don't just walk with a donkey cart as like a... Yeah, like, what does that work? Anything. Does that work some part of the body that, like, allows you to fight? <laughs> no. There is there is all sorts of other ways to practice this and train for this. Not just literally just chopping wood for a while, run, escaping Russian spies, and carrying Polly around. <laughs> he did do some pretty cool ab move, though, that when he was, like, hanging from the top of the barn. That was pretty yeah. cool. Also, he was in the snow wearing, like, Nike sneakers. And... <laughs> You know, that. snow melts and is cold, so his socks would have gotten wet and just it, it would have frostbite. Been... Frostbite, motherfucking frostbite. And that mountain, he was just running up that mountain like it was like eating. But I know you wouldn't be running up that mountain like that. You are not a mountain goat. And I said that um, when we were watching it. You're not a mountain goat. <laughs> he ran up that mountain. Like it was, it was. There were some r- real narrow, narrow spots. 
I feel oh. like he his balance was not that good. So as we, as we know, this was a four minute montage. We know this because you could measure the length of the song to know how long <laughs> the montage was. And at the end of the montage, right, like they needed that like Rocky running up the stairs in Philadelphia moment, right? Like that, like you know, did it get stuck up? You know, all that stuff. So instead, they're like, how do we one up this? Because they're all on cocaine at this point. And it's 1985. Everybody's doing cocaine. They're like, I know, we'll just do it in a mountain. And he climbs up this mountain and then runs on a, like a piece of rock of like one inch thick. <laughs> like, and he's just like, yeah, this is great. Oh, uh, yeah, this is great. You know, like you could tell it's clearly not him. <laughs> it's clearly like a helicopter shot that's like they should not have done which today they would not have allowed anybody to do but yeah it's it's terrible and at that point i had montage fatigue and we hadn't even gotten to the fight yet <laughs> montage yeah it's a classic syndrome nobody needs to nobody <laughs> wants montage fatigue it's like you go to your doctor you're like oh my shoulder's killing me it's like oh oh classic montage fatigue <laughs> Did you watch Rocky Four? You must have watched Rocky Four. <laughs> yeah, the, the, there was, that is, you're absolutely right. That is montage fatigue. The problem is we've got two more of these bad boys coming. Uh, so we get to the fight. We get to the fight. We get to the thing. And this is where I even start losing it a little bit. Like I'm kind of out of it at this point. Like the movie from, and I'm usually the one who's trying to like stick together <laughs> to, keep this, to keep this podcast alive. So I'm like paying attention, but even I'm like, what, why are they, what's going on? Fine, whatever. But Drago basically does the same thing that Apollo Creed does, but in Russian form. So it's like, there's big fireworks for him because they're in Russia and he's like, and everybody's doing their national anthem. And so it's like, oh, you know, like they're screaming and hooting and hollering and whatever. Keisha knows it in full. Go ahead, Keisha. Sing sing the national anthem. Oh, no. Oh, no. The Russians are going to spy on us now. I know. <laughs> Who's going to be like knocking on your closet door in a minute? Uh, so, so I thought that was interesting. I thought that was an actual attempt to try and do a some sort of symmetry and some sort of full circle thing where the where now Drago has this moment of where he's the it's not flat it's nowhere near it's no James Brown but his attempt of trying to be the Flash big guy to Rocky the old fucking you know shitty boxer and so I was like oh okay they're trying to do something interesting here nah doesn't matter we all know what's gonna happen right like Rocky gets into the ring. First round, he gets his ass beat. It cuts to Santabot, who... Oh, that's right. It's now... <laughs> the murder robot mm -hmm. is now Santabot because it's just wearing, like, a like a hat, like a Santa hat and, like, an apron and, like, here's some cookies, three children that I'm watching by myself with no adult supervision. <laughs> and it's like, that's my dad on TV. So what do we think about the start of the fight? At the start of the fight, my question was, how many rounds are there of fights? <laughs> Oh, that's right. And I, and I think I told you 15 and your heart sank. Like, you're like, oh, fuck. We got to do 15. <laughs> Show so up. many. So many rounds. What do you think, Keisha? Uh, well, of course, we know that Rocky's going to win. But I was just hoping that it wasn't like, um, it was, I don't know. I, I really, part of me wanted the Russian to win. Yeah. Maybe okay. Because I'm Russian. You're, you're a Russian spy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we learned. I uh, mean, 
what a twist that would have been. Like, we're following Rocky for four movies, and then it's just like, nope, he can't win them all. Can't win them all. He didn't win the first one. He oh. he he technically tied, and the tide went, tie went to Apollo Creed. But he was supposed to be such an underdog that it wasn't like a big win. But this one, you're like, yeah, Rocky's going to beat the crap out of this guy. We get it. And lo and behold, first round, he gets his ass beat. We cut into montage number four, in which it's just round after round with the music and it cuts to like a weird juicy punch to the left and then like a juicy punch to the right. That could have been the song. Juicy punch to the right. Yeah, I don't remember this much. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, that's all it is. And it's like one guy gets a juicy punch, the other guy gets a juicy punch. And then like five. Yeah. A round card goes by and you're like, oh my God, we're only on seven. Fight. This is called the fight of the century. No, it's bad. (laughs) It is so bad. It's just one big swing, one big hook. Anyway, so we finally get to when we know that it matters, right? It's the last round. We get to the round 15. We know it finally, we know what's going to happen. We knew we were going to get there, uh, except for Virginia. And (laughs) I was making tick marks on the wall, like... (laughs) Okay, we're at <laughs> number 14. I just got to get through one more. So we get to around 15. This is finally it. We know Rocky's going to take over. Apparently, Duke, who is the black guy, the one black guy in this movie, aside from Apollo Creed. I guess Apollo Creed's wife's in there. We're, we, we don't even need to talk about her. She's that non-consequential that we don't even need to talk about her. Duke's the one black guy who's like his ringman, his, his ringside guy, and he's like, he's like, you got this. Uh, no oh, pain, feel no pain, all that stuff, right? And he's like, "Yeah, uh, all right, this is it, Rock. You got one round. You got to take him down now." And of course, we knew right then. Boom, he's going to take him down. Why didn't he say that earlier? I mean, we could just save so much. Time. <laughs> <laughs> we need a full song montage. We need a full song montage. We can't do half song. Right, Keisha. What do you think? What do you think about the last round? Her face, y'all, uh, one day I'm going to edit all of this together and just to see Keisha's face be like, fuck this movie. I think uh, it's not that it wasn't exciting. Yeah. Um, no, it wasn't exciting for me. <laughs> it was. It's not that it wasn't exciting, but it wasn't exciting. It's just because you knew what was going to happen, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I have a butt. It just wasn't exciting. So we're good, right? So we're all on the same plate, same page. So we're, we're like, fuck this. Get to the end. Because I'm with you. I've, this is the first movie we've watched where I was like, why did we choose this? Why did I, Michael, choose this and enforce my two very good friends to watch this movie? Because I'm stupid. Uh, no. So we, we get to the end. Obviously, Rocky wins. Nobody was shocked that Rocky would win. He's beaten two black guys. Of course, he's going to beat this Russian dude. Like, that's just his thing. He takes down minorities left and right. He hates them. He's like, fuck you, fuck you. No, but we knew he was going to beat him. He does. And I think the the moment that got Sly Stallone the hardest when he was writing this, you know, like he got a little bit of a boner, like a writer's boner for this, was his speech. He gave the he gave the world changing. This saved the Cold War. Like honestly, fuck Reagan, fuck it, fuck everything we've done, fuck Gorbachev, fuck everybody. If it wasn't for Sylvester Stallone in Rocky Four, we'd still be in the Cold War because he gives the speech to remember. And it's if uh, if I could change and you could change, we all could change. And then they all they all that's verbatim, by the way. And then they all they all then- stand up and start. 
And then the people at the embassy were like, oh, let's change our policies. We can change, we can change, we can change. Uh, <laughs> what a terrible fucking everything. Like, like all of it was just like, you watch it today, you're like, please stop. Like, don't, don't go there. Just don't do it. Is it the like, USSR then? A little cringy. Yeah, I think it was. It was still 85, so 88, right, is when the Berlin Wall fell. And I think, and somebody's going to be like, dude, it was 89, you idiot. I think it was 88 or 88. It doesn't matter. 88, 89. Late 80s, the Berlin Wall fell. And I think that was like the 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 symbol of the Cold War ending. I'm sure there was more to it than just that, but I think that was the big symbol. Yeah, David Hasselhoff, you forgot him. I can't forget. <laughs> can't, can't hassle the Hoff. Oh, okay. I mean, it doesn't matter to this podcast if it was the USSR <laughs> or Russia, really. Or maybe it does. I don't know history. Sorry. There's always somebody I know who listens to this type of shit and just like, no, that's wrong. It was June 14, 1987. This show is stupid. You know, like, so it's going to happen. Don't uh, you fact check? Yeah, don't you <laughs> fact check literally everything? It's like, no, we don't. We don't fact check the movie that we watched. <laughs> And we watched it. We like chose it. We had time. Yeah, but he saves the world, right? We even get a slow clap from fake Gorbachev. Adrian turns around and says, you can do it. You're going to do it, Rocky. <laughs> like, she's on board. I okay. read that during the, like, in the first draft of the first movie, it was going to end with um, Rocky opening a pet store for Adrian because that's been, like, her lifelong dream. Can you imagine <laughs> what Rocky Four would be like if it was, like... <laughs> A pet store. Wow. <laughs> wow. So I think that's what she wanted in the first movie. Like, that was her motivation. Like, she wanted... She loved birds, I think. There was, like, a bird... I don't know. I've watched that movie so long ago. But I think it was, like, a bird connection. Maybe she's, like... That's why she was, like, okay, Russia is united... No, that's not what the Cold War was. Um, Russia is <laughs> united. Russia's united. Um, so I'm going to get a pet store. And then she slow claps for him and says, you can do anything you put your mind to. If I can change and you can change, we all can change. <laughs> Fuck off. That is so stupid. Fuck that. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, so that's it. That's, I think that's the end of the movie. Like, I think, it, I don't remember anything else. They don't go, I think they cut back to the kid a little bit and they're, that's it, right? Like, is that the end of the movie? That's to show you how good this movie is. Like, right. you don't even remember, like, does it freeze frame? Does it end? I don't remember at all. They fly home. Keisha, what do you think of the speech? I think it was it was well thought out. It had um it had great moments. <laughs> For a guy who got punched in the head, I guess it was fairly articulate. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, it was uh remarkable. It made me feel like um uh, like I was on that mountain that he was on. I felt like I could have done that. <laughs> so sincere. Oh, oh. No, I don't, I don't believe in anything I just said. That that speech was dumb. I hated it. You hated this movie, huh? I didn't hate the whole movie. No. Right, well, let's it. let's talk about. It. We're gonna go to final thoughts. Let's do let's do some final thoughts on the movie. Keisha, go. Sorry, Keisha, go. I give it. No, not ratings yet. Don't do ratings yet. Oh, give how? Your, oh, just give me your final thoughts. My final thoughts is that, here it is, um, it was good 
for um, it being a Rocky movie. It made you, it, it took you back, you know? Did you feel America? Like just all of it, just oozing all over you? Juicy, juicy America? As a black woman in America, I'm never feeling America. But no, I can't say that it did. I'm sorry. This movie definitely didn't, didn't take me there. Um, even with even Apollo Creed, I was gonna say Apollo. He took me. He, he took me further away. I wanted to be. <laughs> I wanted to go back to the motherland immediately. <laughs> um, dancing with this sequence on not even prepared to fight this man. So, yep, that's that's where I'm at with Rocky Four. What are your final thoughts, Virginia? What do you think of Rocky Four? My final thought is that what I found most interesting was Dolph Lundgren's story. It has nothing to do with the movie, but he dated Grace Jones, and that's how he came to America. And he dropped out of an MIT program to be with her in New York. And they met in Australia. And then he succeeded in America. And to me, that is an American story. Wow. wow. <laughs> and so Grace Jones got him into his first movie, which was a Bond movie, the one right. that she did. He's a Russian, like, like thug. <laughs> well, because they were boning. You know, and Dolph- to me, that was more exciting than the movie. I started getting deep into Dolph Lundgren's life. I can't. <laughs> Dolph, yo, Ivan Drago, you're absolutely right. Like we, That's why I said in the opening, you know, he was a Swedish chemical engineer. That's a true story. He's- yeah. Went to the university I worked at at one yeah. point. Obviously, I was not born yet when he went there. Right. So, I mean, this dude is, like, prolific, and he's banging Grace Jones. He By was, the way. He was her bodyguard, and that's how they met. So it's almost like the bodyguard. <laughs> Another musical. Ooh. What I do like is the idea that color palette together in bed. Grace Jones is dark as night, and Dolph he's Lundgren right. is so pale. I kind of like that combo, like the idea of those two color palettes together. That's a story for another day. That's going to be in our and other just podcast. Just the jaw lines and like Ooh. angles. Oh my God. Every, everything hurts. Oh like gosh. everything pokes something. Like they just like, <laughs> like they give each other a kiss and they get a bruise on their eyeballs or something. Geometric paradise. Geometric paradise. Geometric oh paradise. Oh my God. That's going to be the tagline for this episode. For sure. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, I could tell you what I liked. Nobody cares out there what I like. They all get it. They know I'm just a fucking shill for anything we're doing. But (laughs) this movie made me so happy. Like, it made me... Like, this... There's only so many films, I think, that are the in the 80s but they feel like they're a joke about the 80s like they feel like they're so in the 80s pocket that like we mimic these movies today right like the big bombastic montages the 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 ridiculous sports cars the women that are just like 50 feet tall and like you know ridiculous you know like there's no human normalcy to anybody in this room you know except for adrian adrian's the only woman who looks like a normal 80s woman everybody else is like so over the top their bikinis are so small or their hair is so big it's just like everything is just ridiculous so i kind of i love this movie because it does make me feel like this is a true 80s you know this time capsule you know like if you took if you needed to take like five movies from the 80s to really represent everything that the 80s was about, 
I feel like this has to be in the bu- in the bucket because it's just so ridiculous and just so iconic of the era that it needs to be there. Now, it's a good no, it's a terrible movie. But what is what we would need to know about 80s montages and this movie is all about the 80s montage. There's too many of them. You get fatigued from them, but they're there. You go there. to film school and you watch it to learn how to do a montage. To do an 80s montage, just constantly sweating. Uh, but anyway, I hated this movie so much and I fell asleep halfway through, but I still love this movie so much. And I'm so happy we did it for America. Just to prove how dumb America is. No. Uh, all right, are we doing rankings? This is time for ranking song number two. Uh, here we go. Oh yeah, got the rankings, the 80s, the rankings, gonna go through one to five, one to five, all the rankings, the rankings, gonna hit that rankings hard tonight. That's it. (laughs) All right, let's do it. We're doing it. Keisha, go ahead. Give me your ranking. I give this movie one run up a mountain and one I've been punched. So out of what? Out of five other things it could be. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I agree. Virginia, where are we at? What's your rankings? I give this one and a half geometric paradises. (laughs) I'm here for the jaw lines. Just a square head. I want squares and triangles. I have a very round face, so I go for the opposite. I give, (laughs) fair, fair. Uh, I give this movie uh, one gallon of juice, the end. It's one one (laughs) bucket of juice out of one bucket of juice. What kind of juice? Tomato? (laughs) Yes, tomato. I give it one (laughs) bucket of tomato juice (laughs) out of one. The juice. All right. Well, we've got it done. We did another movie. This movie's just so bad. We were, we're on a tear and I'm just so happy because next movie is going to be an actually great film or it's not a film, but we're going to watch something super fun. We'll talk about that later. And I cannot wait, but we've did our stint of really terrible movies. So this one's for you. Uh, when we come back, we're going to do a little bit of improv and try and one up Rocky Four. And we cut to the backstage of a musical. I should leave me out there. Laces, everyone. Sorry, sorry, uh, Linda, Linda. You're 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 standing in uh, you're standing in the way of the star. Can you do you mind just moving, please? Oh, no problem. Linda, Linda, you're still in the you're still there. Laces, everyone. Places. Lights go up in five minutes. I'm here. Oh, Jasmine. Jasmine, you look amazing. Oh, you look so gorgeous. Oh, God, you are beautiful. Thank you. My operating system says that I look like this most of the time. Well, yeah, your, your eyebrows look a little uneven. So, sorry about that. But don't worry. They won't They won't be able to see. Don't, Jasmine, don't listen to this human. She doesn't understand your beauty, your grace. You are designed for this. You're built to be a star. Did someone scream? Screw my eyebrows into the wrong spot? No, they're perfect. All right, I'm ready for the show. Linda, get out of Jasmine's way. I'm up. There you go. 
Linda, someday you'll be the star of the show, but not today. <laughs> you know what, Jasmine? I'm going to save what I really want to say to you after the show. Just get ready for a rude awakening. We Break will. a leg. We shall take this to the back alley after the show. Okay, come this way, Jasmine. I don't, I don't appreciate, Linda, I do not appreciate you threatening my, my star, my, my golden goose. Wilfred, could you please oil my wheels? I need to be juicy for my entrance. <laughs> oh, uh, you're, you're just, oh my god, you're just so beautiful. I've never seen a robot. Like Thank you. I've really grown into myself. I used to work for a family and I served a lot of cake, but now look at me. Oh god, you would never fit in that dress if you ate all that cake. You, you're such a gorgeous bot now. Oh, well, thank you. Time for the show. Got the robot. Do the robot. Fireworks, fireworks, bam, bam. Lights are going up, bam, bam. Uh, uh, hey, hey there. Hey, hey, you're one of the most gorgeous robots I've ever seen in my life. Heather Balboa, thank you for your compliments. I don't think you should fight. I think you should be a lover. Yeah, but you, you gotta understand. Uh, I, I, I got I got only these two things. I got a fish, I got a brain. One of them's don't work. Let me sing you a song about your brain. Hey, your brain, it doesn't work. And so we made you a fighter because it's the only thing you can do. Oh wow, that was the most beautiful thing I ever heard in my life. I ain't never heard nothing so sweet and, and, and melodic ever. You, you, uh, you wanna be with me? I will be with you as much as I can be with a person. I am a robot. <laughs> be all the way though, right? Like we're going, we're going doing it to the top. Until my coding is changed, I will be yours forever. But if someone changes my code, then I will do something else. But nobody's gonna change your code, right? Cause you're in love. We were in love together. Yes, love is a human emotion that I feel all the time. Would you like to sing about it? I, I can't wait, let's go. Love, love is, is a human thing. Human emotion. Emotion, and it's for humans only. It's, and robots sometimes when coded that way. And mainly robots, but it's always love. Love together. I love you. I love you too. Oh my God. I love you too, uh, wife bot. <laughs> You're the best. I love you, but you should never fight. You will never win. Don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, that, that's antithetical to everything you are supposed to be and represent. That's... <laughs> Like, you know, you're my wife. You should probably be on my side, you know? I'm going to roll myself over to the edge of the stage now. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, wife bot. Oh, God. Linda, Linda, come on. Oh, I'm coming. Gonna... I'm coming. Oh, no, one pre no one prepared me for this. You're the understudy. You should have been prepared. That's your only job. Okay, well, no one really pays attention to me when I am ready, so now I don't really know where I'm supposed to be. <gasps> Damn it, Linda. All right, places, go to, go to, go to Mark 1. Get ready. Okay. You're, you're up next, okay? You're going to be hanging with the, the juicy black one. Okay, what, uh, what number is it? What number are we doing? Go to Mark 1. Mark 1. Mark 1. Okay. Um, here I am. 
in a place The lights haven't, I... the curtains haven't gone up. God damn it, Linda. All right, here we go. And we're going in three, two. Here I am in a Linda, place. You have to wait for the curtains to go all the way up. Jesus. Okay, curtains down. Going. Three, two, one. God damn it, Linda. You sing. Please sing. Here I am in a place where the ceiling is in this space and I can breathe finally. Gosh, Samantha, this is the weirdest show I've ever been to. Do you think they even, like, rehearsed before this? There is love, only love, from up above, up above. I I mean, it's weird. I like their collars, though. I like their outfits, but, like... Oh, my gosh, her sweater is amazing, It's amazing, but the singing, not not quite there. I just don't know that they rehearsed. America... America. Yeah, I don't even think that's the song. Um, that's, that's this I dope. mean, maybe this is going to lead into a montage. I'm not. I, I'm I, one can only hope. I've never seen a montage in a play, but this might be the one. I've never seen a robot fall off a stage and break her butt. But, you know, some things are happening today. I mean, I, I've got my cell phone out. I, this is going on all of the, the grams. God, I don't know. Do Should we? Do we leave? No, we should stay, right? I mean, we paid money. Let's stay. Let's stay. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. America. 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 Oh my God. Hey, wife pie. That was the most beautiful thing I ever heard in my whole entire life. I ain't never heard nothing so sweet, melodic, and gorgeous ever. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't go fight. You're right. Maybe I should stay here in America and, and fight for us. Yeah. Uh, wife by you sounded a lot louder earlier when we were talking normally before and then you fell and now you kind of do you hurt yourself when you fell oh um uh i'm uh i'm just feeling uh a little worse now after uh that um after my uh, solo you need some cake you always like cake you always a little cake running down the throat smooths it out Oh, I hate cake. I mean, cake sounds. You uh, hate cake? Uh, no, 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 no. Cake sounds wonderful. I just. That's Polly's favorite food. You make me so nervous that I've and I've never had this much attention in my life. Hey, I am from nondescript European <laughs> country. I have lots of angles on my face, and I challenge you to a fight. Oh my God! Hey, hey, white bot, do you see this square thing coming at us? This I never knew this that squares could talk. Uh, yeah, I, I know that you can take them though. You can do anything. Oh, now you all of a sudden, you all of a sudden, you think I can do anything? That's weird. Oh, oh, oh no! Am I not? No, you can't do this. Maybe you should stay inside. <laughs> I would never want you to get hurt. Okay, I that sounds worse. I might hurt you. I might get you with my left angles and my acute angles and my obtuse angles. Hey, don't talk. Know. Don't talk that math talk to me. I don't understand those words, those foreign words. I'll show you cosine. I'll cosign you into the ground. Don't let him talk to you like that, babe. I've never been more offended in my whole entire life. 
I've been Kosai. Oh my God, that's that's what they called my grandfather when he got off the boat. They called him Kosai. That was the most horrible slur you could ever use for us Italians. <laughs> Meet me here tomorrow night in the ring, and we shall fight. Right, we cut to we cut to uh, we cut to Rocky talking to sweaty black guy, which <laughs> we'll get him a name eventually. Uh, he's in the basement and getting ready for the for the fight tomorrow. He's gonna go out there and uh, knock him out, huh, boy? Because I know, you know, I know this is what you always wanted. So what we're gonna do is I'm gonna be there right by your side, and you're gonna come through with a punch like that and a swing like that. You're gonna knock him out real fast. It's gonna be beautiful. Oh man, hey, thank you so much, Pluto. I really appreciate. Appreciate it. You give me all the confidence in the world. Like I don't want to do without you, but I don't know if I could fight that guy. He's got so many corners and edges. I feel like if I punch him, it's gonna be lights out from my own fists. Oh man, Kushkin, Kushkin, why would you say like that? It's just number shape, shape. You you run around that shape, you run around that circle, and then you you cross between. Uh, are you are you speaking that guy's language? It sounds like you're speaking Russian. Do you speak Russian? I speak a little bit, don't sit down. Yeah, I speak a little sometimes, but not, not all the time. Oh, oh, are you one of them? This is, oh, Pluto, this is, this is killing me on the inside. I, I, I thought we was best friends. Everything changes because I know a little Russian. I'm a little bit of a spot, but not always. But I'm still here to move. I'm still here to cheer you on. I think we need to sing this one out. This is too much for me to just understand in my own head. So let's sing it. All right, I'm ready. I would start you as my best friend. I still could be your best friend, but I'm also a spy. Turns out you was probably not always my best friend. <laughs> but um, don't tell me this is goodbye. Uh, it's a Russian thing, probably, but in my heart, I don't want you to leave me alone. I won't leave you alone, you don't have to leave me alone, cause we all in it together forever. In it together forever. We're both still Americans, even though I'm a Russian spy. That doesn't really line up or track with anything, but I agree, cause you are my best friend. Best friend, best friend. Best, best, best friend. <laughs> I am a Russian fighter, but all I ever wanted to be was a vodka maker. They make me fight, but I don't like it. I just wanted to open a vodka farm in Russia. But here shut I up! Am. Shut up! Shut up and take these roids. Shut up! Shut up! I'm plugging you again. Oh, oh yes, sir. I will fight for you. Listen to me, Mr. Square-Faced Book Boy. You must fight for Mother Russia and for our Russian spy Pluto. It is the only way he can escape back to his homeland. I will never let anything happen to Pluto. I will fight and I will save the vodka for later. Ah, the Russian way. Fight first, vodka later. Very smart, Mr. Uh, Ivan Square-Faced. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like you're making fun of my face. Do you like my face? It's, okay. it's all right. It's not, it's not bad. It's very Russian. You have very Russian face. Oh, yeah. It's good face. It's good face. It's good. It's good. It reminds me of my grandmother. She had the same face. Never, never saw the back of her head because it was always square on every side. You could never get around it. It was amazing. Mm, a true babushka face. Ah, everybody. <sighs> 
Silence for Babushka. Oh, I miss All right, it. now we fight. Now we fight. Kill, kill the American. You must kill him. Ding, ding. Oh, hey, listen. There's nothing against you, okay? I'm just gonna just gonna knock your block off, but that's because of my best friend Pluto. He said he said I can do it, so I'm sorry. I fight because I have best friend Pluto. What? You have best friend Pluto? Hello, hello, Russian. You you have best friend Pluto? My best friend Pluto. He uh brings a vodka in my corner, and uh I think sometimes he's spy, but it's okay. He, he bring he he brings me the vodka all the time too, man. This is messed up. I don't know. This feels like feels like I'm getting set up here. I love that guy. He's my favorite. I there's a montage of me just licking his juice off of his chest. I mean, that's that's what friends do. That's what he told me. But I have montage where he sticks dr- those little electrodes to my chest. Oh, he did that with you? He yeah. said he was always gonna do that with me. He never did, though. Oh, he touched it. Oh, touched my heart. That bastard. Alright, you're going down, Mr. Squareface. You're going downer, Mr. Slurry Talker. You guys can do it. You guys really are really great people. I love you. Uh, go Russia. Go America. Go France. Pluto, what is this, man? Like, what are you, what are you doing? You know, if I figure if, if I could change, then you could change. <laughs> we all could change. And we could <laughs> be really good friends. Pluto, uh, I mean, I never heard anything so eloquent in my whole life. It uh, it touched my icy heart. And it touched, it touched my warm Italian <laughs> shagul. I, uh, Balboa, you and me, we drink vodka, we take poly, maybe we have some uh, Russian food of some kind, dumplings? Yeah, I, I, you're asking me? I don't know. I've never been there. Poly, <laughs> er, P- I've been Pluto. hit to the head a lot. You talking to Pluto? You talking to Pluto? Pluto. We, um, we, um. <laughs> All right, we cut to, we cut to, we cut to Russia. We cut to Russia where Pluto, Feather, and uh, Squareface are having a dinner to consummate their new friendship. Here's to, to cabbage and vodka and, um, you guys being good friends of mine. All right, cheers, cheers. Cheers. Kampai? Uh, no, uh, roast. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That sounds good. You're the guy. Again, this is your hometown. Whatever you say goes. Oh. Again, I do get hit in the head for living. Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. It's tough, right? Isn't that right, Pluto? Remember when we almost hit each other in the head and then it freeze froze and then we had to stand there for like about an hour and a half and nobody could move? Oh, man, such good times. Such good times. I think at the same time I was uh, talking to um, someone in the sky about uh, dropping bombs. <laughs> uh, I, I, I must have missed that part. Is that where the whole spy thing is kicked in? How long have you been a spy? Yeah, how long you been spy? Well, to be a good spy, I can't give you all of the details, but uh, for seven years. Hmm. It has good uh, employee benefits being spy? Healthcare, uh, 401k? Yeah, I get paid uh, three times um, in a year. Um, big lump sums, and then one um, income. One no, income. I, I always wonder, like, hey, you know, I, Apollo, I mean, Pluto, <laughs> Pluto always sitting there with all his sequins on. He doesn't really come off like a spy or anything. You got a real flamboyant spy. I've never seen anything like it. The best way to do it is to um, be plain in plain sight, you know, hide in plain sight. Oh, 
like when I found you on the mountain and you were a mountain goat. You what? If I was up there, I was a mountain goat. Nobody knew who I was. Nobody knew. Whole village. Whole village. Nobody. Nobody knew. So did you wear a costume? Like, how did that work? Like, you just... Yep, I, uh, it was the costume I was able to run in and out of. Uh, sometimes I was in it, sometimes I wasn't. So it just went back and forth. So the whole um, village was confused. So they were like, "Oh, look, the the juicy black guy uh, also is a goat, <laughs> and he's just kind of keep bouncing back and forth." No, uh, nobody nobody questioned it whatsoever. Nope, is that be black men in Russia? But um, they didn't... which also means like I would be a little surprised if I'm the, in Russia. The mountains like, oh, were dark. It was dark. it was at night. Um, Tiffany, what do you think? Like this is getting like I mean they've been sitting here like drinking vodka for a while, but I don't see like the stars. Yeah, no, I, 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 mean, I, I honestly I think you know if we don't get to montage number six, uh, you know, quick, I I think we should go. Okay, yeah. I mean, we've been here for like two hours, 45. Two hours, 45. Yeah. I love how you save time. Like only people like super cool save time like that. I love it. Two oh. hours, 45. Oh, like, oh, I was here for three hours, 13. Yeah, well, so I, at first I was like, um, I used to tell time like this. I'm like, oh, we've been here for two hours and 45 minutes. That's like a mouthful. That's so much. That's so much. I would, honestly, I would hate you if you did that. Like if you kept saying that all the time, you, you and I, we, I would fucking hate you. I know. I don't, but I don't. I love you. I love yeah. you. Um, so we stay till the next montage and yeah. then like then we go call Brad and Chad and we get it. <laughs> it's gonna be a good night. This is America. America America. But now we are in Russia. This is where the next part of the movie is. We are walking up the mountain and we go until we see the sun. La, 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 la. We are mountain goat. We are vodka drink. We do <laughs> it every day. <laughs> we are fighting for our mother sinks. And we do this this old way. We are Russia. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, Rocky. I mean, hey, Pluto. Hey, Pluto. Oh, I'm sorry, I uh, fell asleep for a second, I'm, but I'm here. I'm wake up, wake up, Pluto, wake up, wake up. I've been drinking too much vodka, but I'm here, I'm here. I just needed a, a, needed a little a little catnip. Okay, all right, well, hey, um, it's your turn to take the donkey cart and go get us some more vodka, so chop, chop, let's go. All right. Uh... Get your vodka here, get your vodka here. Here is vodka. Vodka here. Would you like to buy my vodka? Oh, yeah. I'm going to need um, about two, three bottles of that right there. Two or three bottles. That will be all of my vodka. You purchased all my vodka. I can have birthday party now. Wow. wow. You must uh, need a friend. You know, we got some things going on. I need um, my friend to use a cheerleader. You would like me to be cheerleader? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. 
Come, come. Hey, hey, Pluto. It will carry vodka, too. Pluto, what is, what is this Russian wife bot thing? What is this? It looks like my own wife bot, but it's Russian-ish. Well, I thought you could use some uh, extra, an extra push, and she was handing out vodka, so I thought as um, as the fight progressed, you could um, have a swig of vodka, and you can have uh, uh, an extra um, cheerleader on the side to get you through. I am your cheerleader. Hey, I don't like the way that that uh, Russian boxer is looking at my new Russian white bot. I don't appreciate that. Uh, well, you know, I didn't do so so great in my last fight, but I uh, I got this one if you need me to take him down. Go let him know this. When, when you're talking to Feather Balboa, you're talking to his wife, and you're messing with his wife, you're messing with your life. Hey, uh, uh that's uh, Feather Balboa and, uh... <coughs> He said, "If you if you mess if you're looking at his wife, then you're a paradise." If I look at wife, I am paradise. <laughs> yep, those words words exact words. Them are fighting words. Go feather, Balboa, burr. It's cold in here. I must need a feather boa in the atmosphere. I say burr. <laughs> in here. There must be Rocky Feather Balboa up in here. Go Feather. I, I don't know what I said, but he wants to fight you now. What do you, I, I mean, specifically, did you say you mess with uh, my wife, you mess with your life? Life. That's what you said. Yeah, that's what I said. You mess with my wife. You mess with your life. I say it all the time. Come on. Oh, what I said, I said was, uh, if you look at his wife, you're ready. You're in paradise. You're in paradise? Oh, it's, a, it's like the most classic Russian dish you could ever give. Because Russia's not paradise. You don't, you don't say that to Russians. Who? I thought you were a spy. Oh, um... Oh, I am a spy, but you know I've been. I, I I'm drunk. I told you. I woke up. I woke up intoxicated. So you telling me because you're drunk, I gotta fight this guy again after you almost took me out the first time? Listen, you got this. We gotta. We gotta cheerleader. You still got your cheerleader. I'm still here. I'm still pumping you up. It's all good. I am massively in love with my new cheerleader robot Russian wife. So I get you that, but I don't think I could take him twice. I can, uh, you know what? It's, it's, it's my fault. It's my fault. You gotta got, fight him. I think you I, should fight him. I, I got this one. I got this one. All right, we cut to the fight. We cut to the fight. <laughs> well, thanks. we fight. Well, thanks, Jim. Oh, God. I, we're talking about the fight of the century today. Uh, we've got Pluto uh, Smidudo and uh, Ivan Squareface going off against each other in what's gotta be uh, the biggest bout to ever occur inside the borders of Russia. What do you think? I think that uh, we're gonna see a lot of... That's great, Jim. So, uh, yeah, I think the fighters are coming out right now. God, of course... Oh, look how gorgeous and sequiny and spangly Pluto is. He is absolutely shining. Listening, really just a beacon of hope and a real light. That's wonderful. Real- We've got Ivan coming out next. Oh my lord, that is one pure block of steel. I have never seen anything round on this man. He's just basically squares. 90 degrees all across the board. And I mean, I, I don't want to sound grass, but I think I see his penis poking out. Uh, 
yeah, it's a cube. That is strange. I'd go more rhombus, but that's fine. All right, we're, gonna, we're going up now. Oh, the live music from Pluto's band is just absolutely filling this stadium. <laughs> Wow, I don't think I've heard anything like that before, Jim. What do you think? Yeah. I think the lack of bass actually really makes the song. I think it uh, it really gives a vibe to this whole arena. I think we're going to see that. This All really right, that's great, Stevie Wonder. And I think Ivan, <laughs> Ivan Squareface's music's about to go off. Oh, it's uh, almost an Irish jig, that one. It's a beautiful song. It's, it's, it's tra it travels across the whole planet. I mean, now that is some music to get you fired up. It is an all-encompassing folk song of some sort, I would say. And I would say it really fits uh, the squares. <laughs> it did. It did. It was sounded like four beats at a time, four corners. We're talking it. I think they're ready to go. The, the uh, announcer's ready to fight, the, uh, to send them to their fight. So here we go. Oh, man. As watches Ivan steps in totally confident that he's going to take Pluto down. I will destroy you with my right ankle. I don't really want to take you down because I love America. I love Russia, but this is what I got to do for my friend. You can only love one. I love everybody. We all can do it. Make that change. Oh. A one, uh, a knockout in the first round, a fight everyone wants to see. <laughs> Nobody wants the fight to go 15 rounds. That'd be ridiculous. What an upset. I never knew that Pluto had it in him, but he took down the main star with one punch. Uh, and as, as, as Ivan fell, he cut a hole in the mat with his elbows. He's so sharp. Sharpest guy this side of Siberia. A real obtuse dude. But I have to say that uh, the other fighter whose name, you know, is not on my cue cards for some reason. You're talking um, about Pluto himself? Oh, Pluto, like, like the planet. Like we brought him back. We made him a planet again. And yeah. he knocked it out of the universe. I mean, this guy's in a whole nother galaxy. Am I right, Jim? Always good with the one-liners. And that's about it. <laughs> well, fuck you too, Jim. We're going back down to the ring. There's a new contender coming in. He looks very angry. Hey, Pluto, you killed, you killed Ivan. What, 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 what's up with that? You took him one punch and you knocked him right out. He's dead. Oh, uh, I never wanted to, to hurt anybody. I just, you know, I knew that if I was ever going to continue our friendship, that I had to do what needed to be done. That's not, that's not, that's not right. It's not, it's not the way we live as friends. We, we don't kill, we, we love. I mean, that's what we are. We're fighters. I mean, we're lovers and fighters. It's more of a fighting thing, but we don't kill. That's a, I'm like Batman. We don't kill anything. Well, you know, I've always had to had to, to be right in the middle. So sometimes I think that and sometimes I don't. I'm kind of messed up in that way. You sent him to his geometric paradise and I just, I can't allow that. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to fight you right now, right here. Well, I guess this is, this is where, where our friendship ends. This is where our friendship ends. Ends. This is how we both go down we're going down 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 
This is where my love for my bot wife starts again. And this is how we both see the end. Let's do this. Oh, God. Oh, that was surprisingly good. Oh, my God. I'm glad I we loved it. Two hours and 57 minutes. Oh, no. I said. Oh, no. Oh, oh Brittany. Uh, two hours, 50. No, you you can't take that back. You can't say two hours, 57 minutes and then take it back. You took seven <laughs> minutes away. That's ridiculous. No, no, I just, I was overwhelmed with the feelings of this show and, you know, Feather Boa and all of them whose names I just can't remember. I just, it was so emotional and the songs really <laughs> propelled the story and the fighting looked so real. I know, I got like, my whole front is just covered in juice and I don't mind it. It's like, it adds yeah. a new texture to my sequence. I love it. It's great. I think this might be coconut oil. <laughs> it, it must be. It is very viscous. Oh my gosh. Oh, wonderful. Do you think we should go meet the actors backstage? Oh, I would love to. I want I want to know where that wife bot got her dress. Am I right? It is gorgeous. Yes. Let's do it. Do you think we can get backstage? Let's go. Fuck it. Let's go. Let's just jump the barrier. Oh my god, we made it. We made it. We made it. We made it. Oh my god, there's Pluto. Hey, hey Mr. Hey. Pluto. Hey, ha ha. How are you? Oh my god, your pecs are bulging. <laughs> Yeah, thanks. I um, I was working on them a lot before um before the production and um yeah. Is that your it's, voice? Oh, you know, you know, I can turn it, I turn it on and off every once in a while. You know, um, it's it's acting, Brittany. It's acting. That's what they do. Oh, I just thought that that he was real. Yeah, you, you don't don't mind her. She doesn't understand minutes and time. It's fine. You have been <laughs> amazing. You really have been. Well, thanks. I really appreciate it. Thanks for coming to the show. I love your I, collars. Really uh, nice. Custom. I like um, that you're you... just wearing a collar and nothing else. It's really sexy. Can you tell us where to find Feather Boa? Oh, two doors down. Thank you. Hey, <laughs> what's up, ladies? Oh, man, look at you. I just wanted to say that I thought you did a really good job and like um I just love everything about you and I'm glad that you won. Oh, uh, it's, it's funny you say that, you know, it started out before I started writing and directing this that uh that I was actually going to lose, which is, you know, that's that sounds crazy, right? Like nobody thinks that I'm going to go down. Like that's ridiculous. But no. uh you know, that was the play. It's an old age old play. It's, you know, Greek times, I think, like 1991, that you know, very way back in the day. And uh I had to change it. I thought that it was the right move for my my character, my motivation. Hey, you look really good, by the way. You uh you work out, you act at all oh yeah i um i'm really good at telling time oh everybody needs a good time teller am i right yeah you want to see yeah go for it two hours 45 oh man you didn't even use minutes <laughs> this girl i like her no. hey, why don't you come into my studio for a little while okay hey pluto i mean uh hey uh carl thunders yeah fellas <laughs> <laughs> you you want to do some blow? <laughs> sure thing. I'll be right there. And see, we got there. We got there. Oh, man. Oh, my God. 
That was some fun and goofy stuff right there. Oh, my there, God. There was some goof. There was some goof. Goof uh, troop. Well, goof there, troop. We, there we have it. Uh, yet another example of theater being greater than film. <laughs> right? That was the greatest. <laughs> we went on a journey. We got to Mother Russia. We are all over the world. This is We're globe yeah. traveling. Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> okay, Virginia. I'm sorry, I'm a little flustered at the end. That was amazing. <laughs> Virginia, uh, any final thoughts? Yeah, Rocky as a musical. I'm Way on board. Better. Way yeah. better. I'm in. Mm-hmm. What I about you? Probably we will be the next thing that Broadway tries. Ask me. You're in? Oh, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you said ask me. <laughs> ask me! <laughs> I, I love the idea of cast me. This is better than Hamilton. I'm not going to lie. Uh, and that was a smooth segue to what we're going to be doing next week. So next week, everybody gear up for the third in our, our holy trinity of Americana. Uh, we've got Hamilton coming up. Uh, it's going to be amazing. Everything we've done in the past is going to be, aside from do the right thing, is going to be trumped by this one movie because this is actually something that's going to be interesting and fun and something I think we all love and something we all know and definitely not rocky so uh gear up for that also don't forget check us out on instagram we're at theater greater than film uh also check us out on itunes and spotify make sure to search theater greater than film uh we're up there we're up to like episode five or six or seven now so we've got some traction it's great don't forget to subscribe don't forget to leave a nice rating if you can like it love it do whatever you can but check us out and uh uh, yeah. If they can. If they uh, can. They better. They better. Yeah. <laughs> and give it up to Virginia for all of her amazing social media love that she's been doing. Yeah. Great. She's been killing it. So. Better than my accents. <laughs> my social I, media is greater. Your social than media my is greater. Your, yeah. Social media greater than accents. That's the side podcast in which we just watch Virginia create photos of us. <laughs> and post it on Instagram. (laughs) Yeah, so so that's it. Yeah, check us out. Don't forget to follow and subscribe. We love you so much. Anything else? Bye! Bye! A fucking robot brings the cake. Why do we watch movies with walking trash cans?